Few are drawn to the person whom others avoid or neglect. People gather around those who have already attracted interest. We want what other people want. To draw your victims closer and make them hungry to possess you, you must create an aura of desirability, of being wanted and courted by many. It will become a point of vanity for them to be the preferred object of your attention, to win you away from a crowd of admirers. Manufacture the illusion of popularity by surrounding yourself with members of the opposite sex. Friends, former lovers, present suitors. Create triangles that stimulate rivalry and raise your value. Build a reputation that precedes you. If many have succumbed to your charms, there must be a reason. I do want to add there that it does not have to be a member of the opposite sex, and everyone is welcome here. Those were just the words of Robert Greene, quoted directly from his book, The Art of Seduction. Welcome back to Femininity After Dark. I am your host, Keandria Belwoofs, and tonight we will be discussing how to create triangles and why this raises your value as the seducer. Have you ever wondered what it is that makes someone popular? I've been asking myself this question since I was really, really young. When I was younger, when I was a child, when I was a teenager in school, there were always these few girls, guys who were really popular and everybody was drawn to them and I couldn't figure out what it was about them that was so special. Why were people so interested in them and not me? Well, the thing is, they weren't special. It's not about being this special and different person. It's really about, number one, your assumption of yourself. I say this all the time. Whatever you believe to be true about yourself is going to be true. That's why I always tell people to work on their self-concept first. So if you believe that uh, nobody wants to hang around you, nobody finds you interesting, then that's what's going to show up in your reality, right? So they had this idea of themselves, that they were interesting, that they were cool, that everybody wanted to be around them, and they, they had this confidence that other people wanted for themselves. And because they had this belief in who they were, other people wanted to be close to them just to have that energy rub off. Most people are not confident in who they are. Most people are not secure in themselves. And so when we find somebody who is secure, who is confident, we're drawn to that person because they possess something that we want for ourselves. And what that leads to is us wanting to possess them. We think it's something special about them when really they are just this proof of what confidence can do 
for one's life. But most people don't have the courage to go within and to make changes to themselves to become a better version. And so they look for who they want to be in other people. It all goes back to studying your target, knowing what they need and what they want from another person. What are they lacking in themselves? And that's what's going to help you to create this, this fantasy figure for their life. So how does that relate to creating triangles? People are naturally possessive. There are different degrees, but most people want to possess something. They want to know that this is theirs. But what happens when that person actually feels like it's theirs and they don't have to work for it anymore? They become lazy. They don't try anymore. If you've ever dated someone and in the beginning you had all these uh, these friends, all of these suitors, all of these potential partners, and your person, this person who was interested in you or you were interested in them, either way, they were trying really hard to win you over. They were taking you on dates. They were buying you flowers. They were telling you how beautiful you were. They were sending you those good morning texts every single day. And then when you choose them and you let all of those other potential suitors go and you tell your person that you love them and you want them, all of a sudden, those good morning texts are every other day, or you don't receive them at all. There are no more flowers, you hardly go out on dates. This is an extreme example, but it's relatable for a lot of people. I know that I experienced it when I was first getting into dating, before I began to understand what was going on. Well, what happened is your person's not threatened anymore. They know that they've got you. They know that you're theirs. And they don't have to try anymore. What if we worked at a job and we were the only person who ever got promoted? No matter what we did, no matter what, what effort we put in, what effort we didn't put in, we still got promoted every single time. Would we really be trying so hard? Would we show up on time every single day? Probably not. There is a reason there are so many, so many um, rules set in place uh, in places of employment or wherever. You can, you can find this in every aspect of life. Okay, making the ban. Do you guys remember when... Uh, what was her name? Day 26. When Diddy brought on these other guys and was like, they want your bed. They want your spot. He did that to show them you can't get lazy. You can't get comfortable because there's always somebody who's going to want 
what you have. And if you get lazy, if you don't constantly put that effort in, somebody else is going to take over. And what did they do when he brought those other guys in and had them, you know, have this little sing-off? They sang their asses off. They sang better and gave more energy than they had given for, I think, like weeks, months. Because suddenly, oh my God, this could be taken away from me. This thing that I want, I could lose it. And so that's the same principle here. If you make your person feel like your only interest is them and nobody else could ever have a chance with you, they're going to grow lazy because what is there to work for anymore? Oh, I'm set, you know, and there's this arrogance that sets in and they think, oh, I'm good. I don't ever have to worry about anything. That's mine. He, she, they aren't going anywhere. I'm reading this book called Their Eyes Were Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. And there's this part in the book, and this isn't really a spoiler uh, because it's at the very beginning. There's this part in the book where Janie marries this man. She's forced to marry this man. And in the beginning, he's like doting on her and he's giving her everything she wants and he's spoiling her. But after he gets used to her, after she becomes too familiar to him, he wants her to work in the field with him. He wants her to do all of these things that he never requested of her before. Until finally, she tells him, I might leave you one day. She says, what if I leave you someday? What if I find someone else? And this hurts him. It hurts him really bad. And it really woke him up, I feel like. Well, I mean, he was kind of an asshole in the book, so whatever. But most of the time, it's going to wake them up and they're going to realize, wow, okay, there's, there's somebody else who could get this thing from me. And I really want this thing. For nothing, if in, even if it's for nothing else, it's, a, it's an ego thing. People just like to possess things. We, why do we collect? Why do we take such pride in trophies? These trophies only have meaning and significance because we give those meanings to them. Other than that, it's just an object, right? And that's how we view the world. We want to show how special and amazing we are by the things that we own, the things that we possess. So I'm hoping that that makes sense. It makes sense to me. Like, as soon as I read this chapter, I thought of making the band. <laughs> that scene was just so, so memorable for me. But anyway... You have to always keep your person on their toes. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to say, I'm going to leave you or I could leave you. Because really, talk is cheap. And most of the time with people, when they're constantly saying something, 
they don't really mean it. It's those action steps that make a difference. And so don't lose yourself. Keep your hobbies, keep your friends, don't give too much of yourself away because as soon as this person convinces you to give up your life, they're not going to be interested in you anymore. All of the intrigue, all of the mystery that you once possessed won't be there. So I encourage people to continue with your hobbies, even learn new skills so that you keep things interesting, not just for your person, but for yourself as well. Give yourself more experiences. Go on those trips. Go hang out with your friends. Because you don't ever want your person to get too comfortable and feel like they own you and you're not going anywhere. People tend to treat you like shit when they feel like nobody else wants you. Which leads me to this other thing I wanted to talk about. If you've ever had a person treat you like shit, if you've ever had an ex and they were just the most horrible ex that you've ever had, do not mention them to a person that you're interested in dating. Because you're basically telling them they don't have to work too hard. If you say, oh yeah, my ex was horrible, they, they were so mean to me, they never got me flowers, they never took me out on dates, then they're going to take all of that information in. And you're thinking, I'm telling this person what I expect because I want them to know what I've been through and I don't want them to treat me the same way. But they're going to treat you the same way if you tell them that. Most of the time, there are some people out there who are genuinely good and will listen to you and they will know your triggers and they will know what makes you feel good and they will strive to make you feel good all the time. But most people are not like that. What most people hear when you say, my ex was so horrible, they treated me so bad, they hear, hmm, I'm not going to have to try that hard with this person. I can do them bare minimum and they're going to appreciate it because look at how their ex treated them. And it makes you seem less desirable. Because if you were so desirable, if everybody loved you and everybody wanted you, everybody wanted to possess you, why was that person treating you like that? There must be something about you that's not that valuable. There must be something about you that's not that great. Now, that's not true, of course. We know that that's not true. But that's what a potential partner could hear when you tell them about what you've been through with your ex. See every person as a new beginning. They don't know you. They know nothing about your past. They don't need to know how badly you were treated. Let them see the good that people do for you, how people love you, how people admire you, how people spoil you. Even if you have to buy your own flowers. I mean, you should be buying yourself flowers anyway. I mean, I'm talking about flowers a lot. I think that's because I just got flowers on Valentine's Day. So I'm looking right at my vase right now. And that's why I keep mentioning flowers. But even if you have to buy yourself gifts. And you should be buying yourself gifts anyway. Self-love is the most important. I take myself out on a date every single week. No matter what. 
whether I'm in a relationship or not. I have that time to myself. But even if you have to buy yourself gifts and post it on your story, and just post it, you don't have to have a caption, you don't have to let the world know that you bought it for yourself, let them wonder, who got that for her? Who took her out on that date? Who is she with? And that alone will keep them on their toes. Oh my God, I'm thinking about that scene in Clueless where (laughs) Cher was interested in the new boy in her class. And so she was buying herself flowers, buying herself chocolates. This is exactly what she was doing. She was creating triangles. She wanted him to feel like everybody wanted her. And so he should feel lucky, you know, and she was approaching him indirectly as well. Like we talked about. I think a couple episodes back or last episode. I can't I can't really remember. <laughs> I'm always a couple chapters ahead before I record these episodes. But she was approaching indirectly and she was creating those triangles. She was positioning herself as this person who is admired, who is valued and like Robert Greene says, we want what other people want. This is why I always bring up celebrities. This is why certain celebrities are so popular. They're not better than other people. They're regular people who just happen to get this attention from a large group of other people. And so people catch on and they're like, oh, wow, this person went viral. They must be really good if they went viral. Not necessarily. People go viral for anything these days even when they're not trying to. And most of the time it happens when you're not trying to. But if you see this video that has a million likes, you're probably gonna sit through it a little while longer just to see why people liked it so much. It's the same thing, right? So I don't really have much more to say. These chapters are really short, sweet, and to the point, but this is probably my favorite part of <laughs> this is probably my favorite part of the process because it's so simple. It's really so easy to do. It's not difficult to uh create this jealousy in people because I believe that people are naturally just jealous and possessive. And oh, I just love this. I can't wait to hear your stories. I can't wait for you guys to post in the group. If you haven't already, make sure you join our Facebook group, Femininity After Dark, and subscribe if you haven't already. I want to start doing subscriber shoutouts on here, so send me a screenshot of your subscription, and you might just be given a shoutout on next week's episode. should begin seeing yourself as the trophy. You are valuable and you are the prize. And any person that you're interested in should feel honored to have your attention. This week's affirmation. I am the prize. Everyone admires me. Everyone loves me. I always 
get what I want. So make sure you're telling yourself how amazing you are, reminding yourself that you are the prize, because it's true, you are. And I want to thank you for listening in on this episode. I'm sure you got something amazing out of it. And I get amazing things out of this too. I love being able to share this time with you. I love being able to uplift you because it makes me feel good as well. If you haven't already, again, join the Facebook group amazing amazing people in there we have over 200 members now and we're all so loving and supportive of each other and it's just a really really great space to be in make sure you subscribe if you haven't already and i will talk to you again next week bye